so last time we had talked, um, I was going to go to his Taylor Swift concert. And I just want to talk about that because <laughs> my fucking God. Yes. Now, you know me. I, uh, I don't like I, I wouldn't say that I am like uh, an elitist in any way. But boy, did I look down on all those people who were in the in the stands and in the bleachers, baby. Because I was like, four, I was like, what are these people doing? Like this, like how could you even see Taylor? Because I I was like four seats away on the ground floor from the fucking stage, and I mean, what a masterpiece! Honestly, mm. the athleticism that goes into being Taylor Swift really? and Taylor Swift's chore- choreographers and dancers, or uh, so much more, so much more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. There was like one time where she was like doing like a whole devil worshiping thing. It was fucking awesome. It was great. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She like had like yeah. little orbs. Uh, it was cool. Mm. It was great. Yeah, she was. She really fucking killed that shit. And the thing is, is like this isn't one of those you know uh, Super Bowl things <laughs> where they record beforehand and then you know what I mean. They play. It's like a playback or whatever. She was singing, and inc- it was incredible, dude. Wait, wait, what do you mean they record beforehand? You know, like in the Super Bowl. She wasn't lip syncing? Yeah, there it is. She wasn't lip syncing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you'd hope not, right? Okay. You'd hope not because it's fucking Taylor Swift. But sincerely, like, it was – when our parents talk about pr- seeing Prince during Purple Rain, you know what I mean? That's going to be me, all right, talking about fucking mm. seeing Taylor Swift – during the Eras tour, because that was it was truly a, a once in a lifetime experience. I'm not gonna lie, I have seen. Y- you know how um, there are certain things that go beyond generations. Yes, there are certain things that go beyond race. Yeah, and yeah, culture. But believe there it or not, not a whole lot of black people at, at the at Taylor Swift concert. <laughs> believe it or not. Oh, yeah. uh, but go on. Um, okay. Well, then I guess uh, f- I f- forget what I was saying. Uh, so. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so sorry. Yeah. Taylor Swift believe it, say, like, does not transcend race when it comes to. Uh, well, I was, I've been, been noticing that there are uh, the, the fan base that she has. It, it seems to be. Multigenerational. It was a it was a diverse race array, but it was a diverse array of white women, was what it was. <laughs> yes, you had the uh, you had the hippie white women, and then you also had like conservative white women. The spectrum yeah. of white women was so. What you're humongous. saying is, I should go to all their shows. One thousand percent, yes, yes. Do Get your white woman. Living. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yeah. You can do it. I believe in you. If anybody can do it here. Just because Devin and I are both in relationships, you <laughs> could do it. All right, not because of the skill, though, right? That I possibly would possess. Yeah, yeah. I'll say I got purely. Pure, I got pure game and finesse. You, my friend, pure, you got the looks. Purely because because um, relational status is what you're conveying. Yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. That's exactly yeah, it. That um, makes no, sense. No, I mean, no, you. Yeah. But I mean, technically, you both have apparently been to enough Taylor Swift concerts to get to get one. So. <laughs> I've been to I've been to uh, uh, like uh, 30 years worth (laughs) of of them. Finally. Mm, mm. God, that's so crazy. You started when you were 40, dude. That's that's a really special. You look great for 70. You got to start sometime. You you got to start start sometime. sometime. You look great for 70. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Should we start the show? Uh, I think we should, should, we, should, the we, we should let's start the show. Should, should, should I really say we should start the show? We should start the show. I feel like fucking Tim Allen and Santa Claus. It's a killer fucking conversation. With just three cool guys talking about fried chicken. It's a killer.
talking. Conversation, baby. But welcome to the Cheesy Gordito Bunch podcast, the official podcast of the Taco Bell Cult Facebook group. I'm your host, Nick Ortiz, hanging out with my co-host, DJ Dill, Devin Hanley. What's goody, friend? What's up, uh, Bell Nation? What's up, uh, uh, KFC uh, to later on the show? <laughs> hint, hint. Yeah, um, we're the bucket bunch. Uh, and then, of yeah. course, the uh, crispy fried chicken in this KFC famous bowl. Jordan Craven's Krennic. Let's fucking go that that's i gotta say my my guy of course i, I gotta course. say that's that's one of my favorite it's one of our favorites it's, um, it's a love that jordan and i share yeah it is the famous bowl yeah but but, uh, to, but to be the crispy fried chicken in it is oh yeah is okay. one of the most endearing i would say compliments that that uh, nick has bestowed upon me so you're welcome you're welcome you. and see me and personally that's, and that's and that's after uh how many episodes 57. are we seven that's, uh, that's after <laughs> 70 of those so yeah well this is a really special episode tonight <laughs> i will say i will say i consider myself the corn all right you know the uh, reason why is just because put it on me you know i'm, I'm barely there you barely <laughs> notice me you know what i mean but when you get me i'm amazing you know what i mean okay. I'm, I'm that brightness that you see, because I'm, I'm throughout our entire catalog, you can barely hear me talking, but when I talk, I hit. Yeah, and this guy, he's <laughs> just like the court, he's, he's always in the shit. Ooh, he's baby. In the shit. Yep. Oh, that's always. such a good analogy. Yeah, I was, I was. I was looking for a way to t- tie in. You're the fishing that. Corn yeah, being fishing. in poop. <laughs> yeah. So. Right, Devin, Devin, don't worry. Daddy's got you. Ooh, yeah, and, and uh, <laughs> Devin, he's the uh, ramekin you throw away after. I, I, I'm the mashed potatoes. <laughs> oh, you're the I'm mashed the potatoes. Pa- I'm the pa- I'm the pasty white <laughs> <laughs> mashed potatoes but the, at but, the bottom. But the glue. Are the glue. Always, <laughs> always hot, baby. Always mm. hot. The, the glue. Wow. Yeah, but uh, Bell Nation, this is season two of the Cheesy Gordita Bunch, Killer Fucking Conversations. I'm yes. very excited to jo- to, to, to get we, this started. Can we talk about this really quick? Yeah, absolutely. So, so, ladies and gentlemen, um, and all of our uh, non-binary folks here. Um, wow, so inclusive. I'm, yeah, thanks, you know. Um, and um, it's been great. Um, you know, we... we I won't say that we're completely done, if you will, with season no, one because we'll not. we'll dabble back into that uh, often. I, we can I never be completely done with Taco Bell. Can we just can I just it. get some dap for that? My of course, guy. Uh, that's yes. just it. We can't. Yes. There's no re- there's no way we could fully be done with Taco there, Bell. Hundred percent. No way. Now, I mean, this is. Um, you might listen for an e- you might listen to an episode in ten years and it might still be season one. <laughs> <laughs> so so it's like yeah it's like we the it's like the killer fucking conversation is here. Wait wait but wait. The cheesy Gordita bunch s- still never left. That's so the CGB is always here mm-hmm. for you. Okay and mm. me. I yep. just didn't want to rhyme that. Of course. And sure. but but we are starting season two here. Um, uh, um starting. Starting. We're 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 uh, we're sharding. Sharding. We're sharding. Sharding. Um, season two. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> we are. Uh, we're sharding season two, and uh, season two is all about killer fucking conversation. Uh, well, actually, it's up. It's about KFC. Yeah. And the KFC is killer fucking conversation because that's what we do here on the show. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna hit a new restaurant, and that'll yeah. be season two. But um. We just want to say thank you for for coming along and and 
and uh, tasting every flavor that we have to bring. Ooh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. On this, on this map of Yum Brand, this yes. Yum Brand map, yes. uh, we are making our way across country, and right now <laughs> we are in a Kentucky Fried Chicken Land. Did we just, did, you, did we just, is this a D&D episode? Cause <laughs> uh, like roll it. for initiative. <laughs> no, but so, yeah, I'm excited two. to do this. Yeah, I'm yeah. very excited to do this. Uh, I, to be honest with you, I was a little burned out talking about Taco Bell, you know, to be quite frank. Okay. Uh, so I appreciate you. I appreciate Devin, y'all's flexibility on this. Because, I mean, to be honest, you know, I was the one who really wanted to push us into, like, maybe doing something different. That that was that was always, um, you, you were always initiating that. That's true, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, okay. and I am excited because I think we can do something really fun, even more creative, and expand the, che- the Cheesy Gordita Bunch flag. Yeah, I'm excited. And, Put and an for extra all my, star on this flag. And Here for, it is. And from my, my, my Bell Nation patriots, um, you know, if... Um, just, I just want to reiterate, vote, vote Jordan, because uh, <laughs> I there, can't believe I admitted that. There's gonna be more. There's gonna be more ta- Taco Bell, and I and I'm gonna lead the charge on it. Um, <laughs> and uh, we're gonna get Nick the fuck out of here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah. Anyway, it's gonna be good. I'm I'm excited to do something a little different. It'll be fun. We get to talk about some new stuff here, and uh, and then obviously it, we'll always have our 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 uh, our noble steed. Uh, Mm. The, 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 we are that riding that bell. bell. Yeah, it's, right. Yeah. <laughs> riding that bell. <laughs> yeah, if you're if you're worried that this is show is gonna be like uh, too different, to, don't worry. It's no. okay out there. Yeah. We're still gonna keep it yum brand based. Uh, DJ Dill is still gonna be your presidential candidate. <laughs> don't worry about it. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, bell Nation and uh, and. Uh, um, we got to figure out what can what the KFC Nation's called, but we'll we'll figure so that I, I out. So I think as we I think Dill, I think you should change your name to Double Down Dill. Oh, that's too good. Um, in honor of KFC, Double Down Dill. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and put that to a vote. Jordan, what do you think? Uh, duh. All right, it is, there it is. It's official. <laughs> it is the it is the Lord's land. <laughs> hey, is they do they have that still right now? The I, n- I didn't see it. I didn't had, see it. Oh, or when us, you went today? Yes. Because I, I actually intentionally really wanted wanted to try it. And, a double and down. I, well, they brought it back recently. Yeah, I saw yeah, that. And I, saw I and I I missed it. Yeah, I, ah. I fucked up. Yeah. Well, before we get into the main topic, because I, I do want to say this, the main topic we'll, we'll, we will be talking about is fried chicken. All right. So before we dive into KFC, the KFC lore, all that bullshit, we are going to talk about the staple of KFC, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Um, but before we do that, we do have some news. Live from the Cheesy Gordita Bunch newsroom in Austin, Texas, this is Talk Over the Town with your hosts, Jordan, Nick, and Devin. So last week, Wendy's announced that they're teaming up with ConAgra to produce the Wendy's chili with beans for grocery stores across the United States. I'm fucking excited for this. I don't like that there's beans in it because, you know me, I'm not a bean guy. But Really? I like... I. But I, I fuck heavy with uh, the, the Wendy's chili. That shit is so good. Fuck with the Wendy's chili heavy. Is that what you meant? Fuck heavy with sounds. That Well, oh, let me good. just say this, all right? Wendy's chili fucks. <laughs> got with beans. Yeah. Yes, with beans. Yeah. Okay, got it. It's really, um, it's really uh, a, 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 a new horizon for canned chili, I think, like. I think that it's going to attract a lot of new people to canned chili. Um, yeah. I feel like there isn't a whole lot of uh, options when it comes to canned chili. You have like Hormel 
or maybe like one or two other brands of chili. But wolf that brand really pops. Wolf brand chili. Wolf brand. Yeah, yeah. Wolf brand. Wolf was classic. That's a yeah. classic right there. H E B. Hill Country. I was literally just gonna say yeah, that. Yeah, can't Hill forget H E B, baby. Yeah. No. But in yeah. a statement, Juliet Van Wall, Van de Wall, the lead brand, uh, I guess ambassador for Conagra, said, "Quote: We worked closely closely with Wendy's culinary team to ensure we brought through the." <coughs> indulgent flavors and delicious ingredients of the chili that has been a longtime staple of the Wendy's menu. Now, I don't know if y'all know how Wendy's chili is made. Um, is this like... It's not... I wasn't going to say horse. There's a, there's a saying I heard recently okay. where when when there's certain things... You, just, you shouldn't You, shouldn't you just know? don't want to know how it's made. <laughs> no, like but, sausage. You know what I mean? Like we don't. True. We really don't want to know yeah. how hot dogs. Like are how made. much percentage we'll of kid am I so. actually eating in this hot dog? Yeah. Like I think I think I heard from my dad told me years and years ago that there's a very 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 small percentage um, of the meat that is allowed to have rat in it. What the fuck? Um, is that true? The, I feel like that's something FDA. we have. That's a, that's a hot dog conspiracy. That from the, no, it's okay. like an there's, FDA thing because a, sometimes of- because sometimes rats fall into the thing. Fall into the like. I, the maker? I see. I always heard lips and butthole. <laughs> no, ser- seriously, that was always what I was told. Is that hot dogs are like God, lips could you, and butthole? Could you imagine this owning a hot dog brand and this is what this is how people talk about your food? I mean, honestly, we we did a whole season about Taco Bell, and that's how people talk about Taco Bell. But uh, you know, just just to keep it on, <sighs> so it feels different. But I also you're right. But to keep it on, to, keep, to stay a little on topic. All right. It's actually pretty good the way they create the chili. So Dave Thomas knew that there was going to be an excess amount of meat. There's people who aren't just going to buy fucking all of the hamburger meat. So what they would do is they would save the hamburger meat from the day before and make the chili out of it. Okay, I can, I can, I can do That's that. a great idea, yeah, you know, considering all of the food waste that continuously happens, you know what I mean? I think, I think oh, the Efficiency fa- is, I love efficiency. Oh, yeah. I, I think yeah. that's a classic outcome for chili. I feel like yeah. chili is one of those... Like it's like a soup. It's like yeah, you like, just. It's like where you put all the extra. Like you make a big meal and you have a bunch of extra. Yeah, probably how stuff. Yeah, just throw that's it. How, that's probably how chili, chili was made. Somebody was like, "What do we have? I'm hungry." And they opened the fridge and or the cabinet and they're like, "I guess we got this." And then chili was born. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. All right, that's our but show. That's the history of chili. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but apparently apparently the cost of this will be four ninety nine per. Hold can. the fucking record. right. Okay, I'm five dollars a can. Five dollars a fucking can. Dude, I could get a can of chili for like ninety nine, eighty, seventy nine cents. But maybe see, less. But see, you're not paying for the you're paying chili. For, you're paying for the Wendy's. You're, you're paying, paying for, for the those, brand. That, those, those pigtails you're and those freckles. Yeah. Yes, and, and usually that's not a bad thing, but like. <laughs> But like with this time, yeah, no, that's not a. That's you leave that in. <laughs> that's that's not a good. That's not a good thing. Um, I'm ex- I, I'm gonna try it. So whenever um this does come out, it's supposed to come out in spring of this year. So it should be hitting the shelves here shortly. As soon as it comes out, Jordy, I'll make some. I'll make some chili. Make okay. some cornbread. We'll come I'm down. Coming over, baby. Yeah, Can we bro. invite Drake? Drake will fucking bring something fire with it. Yeah, Drake will just have to drive four hours. That's fine. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, I, I think I think when it comes to Completely pure economics, forgot. though, it still makes the most sense. I mean, like, in what way, shape, what, or what form? Is, what, does that what, make in the your most mind, sense? guys? In your mind, what is synonymous with Wendy's chili? Diarrhea. <laughs> Um, wait, wait. I was gonna say a Heartburn. frosty, a frosty, because because it's those really a frosty. Yeah, because it's a side item and it's in the same category. It's always there. People tend to ignore it. 
every time you order it, it delivers because it's good. It is a banger for sure. And that those that's why that's why I think frosty every time I think the chili because I never order it. But if I ever needed it, hmm. it's always there for me. See, I I don't think that when uh, I think of Devin, uh, Wendy's like chili. That. Yeah, when I think of Wendy's chili, I, I, I don't think of that. But I don't know what I think of, honestly. So Devin, I, I, I think of, like, right off the bat. Like, it's so interesting because I thought that this was a real obvious one. But right off the bat, when I think of Wendy's chili, I think of a baked potato. Mm. I think of a baked oh, potato. yes, dude. They I completely forgot potato, about they? that. I don't think they sell them anymore. I don't, th- I don't think Wendy's – no. I don't. I, they no longer do baked potatoes because – that shit's so fucking good. You're right about that. I'm going to make some baked so, potatoes when they come out, dude. Well, well, that's what I was saying is in terms of sheer economics, mm-hmm. I think that that a lot of Wendy's people will buy that can of chili for $5 because mm. they can also buy four potatoes for around – I think that's a really, like – cheap easy way to replicate the meal i mean oh, obviously you're gonna be saving money know. in what's a potato what's run. a potato like 10 bucks <laughs> for a nice one <laughs> for, for a nice potato. for a nice yeah, yeah. artisan potato yeah they $10. serve it, like you can find them every year around october they like have the little gardens or orange people get them all the time <laughs> shut the fuck up ten dollar potatoes dude mm. i'm fucking i know what you're talking about yeah People, people carve. Pun- they carve. People carve faces into them. Yeah, them yeah, exactly. They put them yeah. on the like doorstep. That's what they do I in usually, Ireland. They usually eat them, but. Yeah. But uh, I'm excited to try this. Hopefully, it's pretty good. Uh, we, uh, Bell Nation, if you've had this before or um, you plan on having it, let us know your thoughts. Especially if you're, you know, a Wendy's guy. If you're, uh, if you're a Wendy's gal or a Wendy's them. Devin, but Devin, how, Devin, you like Wendy's? I'm a Wendy's nut. (laughs) (laughs) I I hang out uh, at Wendy's. Uh, I love Wendy's. Um, Uh, Just just asking. (laughs) Now, before we get on to our main topic, all right, I I have to ask a question, all right? So when it comes to chicken, are y'all white meat or dark meat? White meat. Really? Yeah, immediately. I'm like, dark meat, I don't know. Just not for me. Dill, what what, what do you got? It depends. It totally depends on my mood. Um, I fair enough. I like, um, yeah, I like them both. I tend to kind of lean more towards white meat. Really, I'm a dark meat guy. Makes sense. I fucking love dark you meat. You fooled me though. You fooled me. <laughs> it's <laughs> so good. It, it, I mean, it's to me. I I think it. Uh, it's less dry than like white meat can't. Like white meat can go real dry real quick. Okay. Whereas dark meat is able to hold like That's the juices within. Really? Because I've never noticed that. You know they say the darker the berry, sweeter juice. You know, there's just some, something yeah. there to that. You're uh, yeah. you're either so. uh, that's what that you're either a breast man or a thigh man. And um, chicken breast. Yeah. Hey. When it comes to chicken, I'm a breast. When I'm it comes a, to chick- I'm, a, I'm a chicken. When it comes to chick- chicken. Chick- chicken. I'm a breast man. Yeah. <laughs> chicken. Hey, I'm a foot guy then. <laughs> You like chicken feet? Yeah, he's out here oh, eating the wait, chi- really? chicken feet. Oh, wait, really? Y'all were talking, f- talking about chicken? Yeah, chicken. Oh, hey, okay. If you're, chicken f- if you're a chicken foot guy, Listen, I man, still I'm, respect no, that. No, I'll pretty much eat anything. Lips, buttholes, whatever. <laughs> I'm a hot dog <laughs> guy. <laughs> I just love hot dogs. Yeah, this is my favorite sandwich, you know? Mm, that's a good sandwich. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. Okay, all right. It's good to know who my friends are. <laughs> um, <laughs> but as I was telling y'all at the beginning of the episode, this season we are talking about KFC. That means we're talking about the origins of fried chicken to start with. You know, how it essentially went from, you know, a slave recipe to the massive industry it I is love now. Black 
yeah, as you'll see with fucking fried chicken and a lot of pop culture and a lot of American culture, without black people, there would be nothing. We would be like, what's that place with the little island? Ukraine. Um, uh, uh, Russia, um, yeah. uh, Britain. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a great, great bland or whatever. What is that? <laughs> oh, what's, fuck. what's it called? Uh, <laughs> fucking shots fired. What is this? Seventeen seventy six. My guy. Um, but over the next few episodes, we're going to talk about the Colonel himself and you know how he became a chicken magnate. He we know him today. <laughs> um, but this first episode is more of a history episode. All right, so you know, uh, you sit know, down, do like history. sit down, grab your pens and paper, and, and some brandy. Uh, yeah, and a, we're gonna have a test later on this week. <laughs> but the first thing about fried chicken—but it's not a comprehensive. It's purely dates and memories. <laughs> yes, like you can just yeah. Yes, you're not gonna, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Not about the pure, This is history purely off the top of Nick's head. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm just, actually making. No, just, just kidding. This is a well-researched episode. No, I'm actually making up a lot of this. So, um, <laughs> but the first thing about fried chickens is is it's it's more than just comfort food. You know, it can be elevated into like a luxury food. It can be, you know, a food to celebrate an occasion or you can find it in a convenience store. You know, it's an immigrant food. It, it's also a trend setting food all at the same oh, time. Trend setting. Yeah. That's the thing about fried chicken it is so diverse. So um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Delicioso. I mean, yes. At one thousand <laughs> percent. Now. I personally love fried chicken. Fried chicken Same. will always remind me of my grandma. You know, when I was a kid, uh, she didn't have she did not have teeth for uh, like my entire life. But okay. she loved church's chicken. And the church's mm. chicken we used to go to was connected to a gas station. Yeah. And in that gas station it was a Mexican run gas station. You know, as you would imagine the type of church's chicken it was. It w- the, the fucking food was hitting. You know what I mean? Like that <laughs> was a- absolutely uh, gas station food like that, where it's a restaurant in it. Oh yeah, you could. I mean, I mean, I, I would, I could bet limbs on my satisfaction. Uh, oh, one thousand percent, one thousand percent. That's where the first time I ever tried a gizzard was in a fucking gas station. Same. Yeah. Off, uh, when I was, uh, it was off of one eighty three in Loyola. Yeah. Like no. around there. Mine yeah. was in yeah. Colleen, but but either way, like this gas station, it, it was. It was an incredible gas station because it, it really made my – I was must have been in, like, middle school. Like, I started mm-hmm. thinking about it because I saw a shirt in this gas station while I was waiting for my dad to grab the chicken. And on the back of it, it had Emilio Zapata on it, and it said, not Latino, not Hispanic, yo soy Chicano. And I was like, what does Chicano mean? You know what mm. I mean? Because I, I never really identified with Latino or Hispanic because that's, like, bullshit terms to me. Okay. And, like, I that was, like, the, my first, like – you know, real thought into like, you know, me, my identity as a Chicano, you know what I mean? And the fact that this is all because my grandma was had a hankering for fucking fried chicken. Like, I don't know. It's just like fried chicken has done so much to shape so many people's lives. I love fried chicken. I'm so happy I was able to have fried chicken today. Yeah. But you know what? What what is y'all's experience with fried chicken? Let's hear about that love. Devin, you go first. Yeah, I mean, for me, growing up on the East Coast, it was always like we didn't have Church's Chicken or Bush's Chicken or any of the 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 chicken places. So my relationship with fried chicken is really what a tragedy. Ru- yeah, how sucks. did you? How did you? Well, no, not 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 really far? a tragedy. We had boiled I mean, chicken. Uh, <laughs> um, boiled. Ch- Church's Church's Chicken is pretty low for me in terms of. Uh, in terms of chicken. Hey, don't be chicken. talking about I my grandma's chicken like that. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> Church's, Church's chicken Church's chicken is tripping. is tripping. is is the worst fried chicken, I think, in terms of pure in terms of quality. Um, but I would say back with a 
There's the, there's this comedian who does a joke about uh I forget Jeff Jeff Ross is does this joke about Church's chicken. He's like, you know what, Church's chicken, as far as value is concerned, pretty high up. Buy a two piece, comes out as two thousand pieces. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but what were you saying um, <laughs> about your uh, love? My, mine will about your love for churches. The, mine will always be KFC, the just classic uh, original recipe mm. uh, KFC, which w- when growing up in Connecticut, people would bring to like picnics or barbecues. You'd go to a barbecue, and sometimes you would see like a couple buckets of KFC fried chicken. Hell yeah! And I I love that. I think that was the first time that I ever had any chicken on a bone was was KFC fried chicken. So Devin, that is I've got remarkable go so as a story. Remarkable. I yeah. I mean I I had a uh, past relationship that um, the girl my girlfriend she had never had broccoli, never had broccoli, or and I didn't have very much lettuce either growing up. Really? Yeah, like. And I feel like Devin, you should meet her. <laughs> you guys have this common experience where you grew up in caves and shelters and like you know, like isolated places, you know, like okay. a like a like a like a cult or something. Mm, mm, mm. No bone chicken, Devin. What the fuck, dude? That yeah, that's that's crazy. It's Jordan. not your fault. It's not your fault. I want to say. <laughs> Thank, okay. Thanks for clarifying but, clarifying but, that. But Devin, this is your, it's your responsibility to make sure you get all the bone and chicken you can from now now on. You got to make up for those decades, decades. And decades and decades. I was I was probably five <laughs> when I first had KFC. <laughs> so um, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I also know assumed he was are. like seventeen. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. when he had fried chicken for the first time. So yeah, it, it just goes back to what we were talking about last episode when when. When Nora and them talk about like, oh, McDonald's was the treat, and we're like, oh, that's just fucking lunch. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, no shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Jordy, tell us about your experience. Um, okay, so my first experiences with chicken were definitely around churches for sure. Like a hundred percent, it was churches. Matter of fact, I I did not like Popeyes, um, mm. because I had I was I was a churches loyalist. Ooh. Yeah, for for a while. Um. And then I had Popeyes and realized it was definitely better. <laughs> 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 that shit is a uh, bussin' bussin'. Um, yeah, for real. I love. I had Popeyes. Uh, yes. Holy shit! Have y'all had that strawberry biscuit from Popeyes? No, it's delicious. On fucking fire, good. Oh yeah. It was so fucking good. Like oh. not a little bit. Like it was like I was like, holy Describe shit, this is good. Describe it for me. <laughs> 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 now I had one. Um, like Saturday. Uh, yesterday. 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 Okay, keep keep on your love for fried yeah, chicken, so chicken, all right? Chicken. So, churches was the main my main squeeze until I could make my own decisions. Mm. Um, and I don't really eat churches anymore. Um, if I go chicken, I'm usually doing tenders, and I will say Chick Fil A is is a top top part of. Don't you dare! And um, Chick Fil A, and then <laughs> Popeyes. Um, but I I I did grow up. One of my favorite places to go. Was Golden Chick? Golden Chick is oh fire. God, Golden. God. See, these are all these. Come so, on, there's Devin, a, dude. What the fuck, man? I'm just yeah. saying, if there's anybody listening who's not from Texas, they're not gonna know what these good places food. Are. Good food. There it is. Yeah. So, so, but Golden Chick is synonymous with Bush's Chicken, which is, I also realize, a Southern thing. Yes. Um, I thought it was just a clean thing for a while, so. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then Chicken Express is oh, a yeah. is another one. that that that's at least goes to the Midwest. Food. That's a gas station. Is that, the, is that the one with like the yes, it's a long yeah, like stretched it's, out. It's yellow and red, right? Yeah, um, those restaurants that's are all chicken restaurants. Yellow and red. Liter- Bush's Chicken, Popeyes, Popeyes, which which, which I believe maybe with the 
Is that uh, the universal color chip. chicken? It's like <laughs> yellow and red. <laughs> yellow, red, and white. I mean, come to think about it, the the Atlanta Hawks, they got they got some red oh, and a little yellow. That's in hilarious, their, dude. In their jerseys there. Um. Anyway, we'll come back to the Atlanta Hawks take, but um. No, no, I'm thinking Atlanta Hawks. Oh, and oh, it's Atlanta Falcons. Well, we're thinking about okay. Battle Hawks. So, so. <laughs> So, so Golden Chick was my favorite chicken place to go to. Okay. Um, because the tenders were always flaky. They were fucking delicious. The gravy was bussin' like a motherfucker. Yeah. The potatoes was hitting. The fries were edible. <laughs> and, and, um. That's nice. And the rolls. The rolls. Fire. Can we just, yeah, can we just give it up for the rolls? Um, that, that, those were my favorite, that was my favorite thing, my favorite place to get chicken growing up, but I wouldn't I don't have anything as special as, um, as Nick, but I mean, we fucking ate that shit a couple times a week, dude, like oh, yeah. as a family, hundred mm. oh, percent. Um, yeah. I mean, we had churches like once a week, dude, all the time. I mean, we had churches all the time. Yeah. And, and I mean, the thing is, is KFC was not usually at the top of our list when it came to like food, you know yeah, what I mean? Cause yeah. it, and, it, it and was more expensive like as well too. Cause it was, yeah. yeah. It, it, it was more expensive. You know what I mean? The portions weren't as big. You couldn't finesse the person into giving <laughs> you a little extra like you could at Golden Chick or Bush's Chicken yeah. or Church's Chicken. Um, but all in family all. family feels missing. It right? is. Yeah, yeah. this family feels yeah. missing. Yeah. But fried chicken or southern fried chicken as is commonly known, uh, like most things, has its origin in African-American culture. Now, though fried chicken isn't anything new, uh, this ultimate comfort food, as we know it, mm. was done by enslaved African folks. Now, it's said that the first fried food came from Scots, you know, who I like, guess were known like Scottish people. That's what I was going to say. Those yeah. those people from, what is it? The uh, I think United, UK? United uh, Cranians or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they would, uh, it would literally, and this is said that they would season, it would, they, they would fry their unseasoned food in animal, in animal fat. Like that's not me roasting them. That's literally like they would unseason their. They would not. Yes, white people shit. <laughs> yes, I, I, I guess Scott. That's that's like uh, I was gonna say is like when I think of the Scots frying, it's a Scotch egg, <laughs> uh, which is just a fucking deep fried egg, um, which aren't bad, but definitely. But like, it's also wrapped in sausage. It's it's yeah. a it's a boiled egg, uh, soft boiled egg wrapped in sausage, deep fried. But um, they they were known for frying their food. They actually like made the first fritter. Now I'm not saying that oh, you know cool. yeah Scots people Scottish people um, you Fritters know created Southern fried chicken because Southern fried chicken is wholly American. The, in, the enslaved African Americans uh, pulled from their own ancestry, breaded the chicken, used seasoning that were common in West Africa, while using the technique of the Scottish people by deep frying their chicken in like animal fat. Yeah, so I mean, it's a really amalgamation of something that was like end up being extremely delicious. So do we, do we, yeah, do we think the the Scots a, a bit? No, fuck no. That's no. what oh, happened okay. anyways. Okay, okay, no, right. definitely not. I mean, I think that you can um, trace. I think that there was probably multiple times over the course of human history where people were frying shit at the same time. Oh too. yeah, you know uh, like I mean? Asian people used like, to fry the fuck out of the chicken. It was like. Cage fried chicken. Yeah. Uh, I was reading about it. It's like we just take a chicken in a cage, dip it. Yeah, like thousands of like thousands of years. Oh, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't read that much into it. No, I, I assume they took the feathers off. Could you imagine deep fried feathers? 
No, thank you. The 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 ultimate question is, and I guess this is just like crazy, like for the, with the Scots thing is like, what was fried first, the chicken or the egg? <laughs> 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 kind of true. No, you're not wrong. Um, you're not wrong. That's so funny. But you're right about the Asian um, thing. Like they ha- they fry a ton of their food. Oh yeah, one thousand yeah. percent. Yeah. Is that the secret to being thin? Fried food? I I mean, look at America. Probably uh, not. No, that's, that's <laughs> no. Gotta be, it's got to be it. What, 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 what's your favorite way to fry food? Just throwing it to y'all. Like air fry. Like, uh, these days, definitely air fry. Yeah, air fry. I mean, because okay. I don't actually know how to fry I was just, I'm, I'm too scared to deep fry anything. You know what I mean? Because, like, one, I'm in an apartment. Two, I'm using an electric stove. Three, my confidence level just is not there. What about I, you, Devin? Do you, have a, do you have an answer to this? Because I, me, I mean, I, I like answer. I like... I mean, I like shit deep fried. I like it. if, if something's deep like fry deep fried the right way. He, huh? You ain't just I fucking like to, talking to some I like, scrub I mean, in an if apartment. You want me to get, if you want me to get real, if you want me to get real and hedonistic as fuck right now, I like shit that's deep fried in fucking butter. Oh, yeah. If I'm going to choose okay. like a way to like what I was mainly asking this is like, what do you like? To fry things in vegetable okay. oil, corn oil, Ugh. olive oil. I wish I could tell you all the these different. I, you know, on, I'm with Jordan on this one. Like, I I do use corn oil uh, just because it's my people's oil. You know what I mean? Okay. But um, but I mean, I know with like butter, you run the risk of like burning something because bur- uh, butter has like a low um like point to where it like starts cooking. That's why people generally don't use like butter and like shit that you're gonna have to. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Either way, though, <laughs> the earliest recipe for fried chicken comes from a British cookbook called The Art of Cookery Made Plain and Easy. Say that again for me. The Art of Cookery Made Plain and Easy, which was published <laughs> in 1747. Now, this recipe calls for the chicken to be marinated and fried in hog lard, which <sighs> is still that? like a far departure from what we see it as it is today. But this is where it started. Yes. Well, apparently. Yeah, this is fried chicken. It's not um, like breaded. It's probably not very seasoned, but it is marinated. Um, Yeah. In in hog lard. (laughs) No, it's deep fried in hog lard. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mar- oh, we don't have. We don't know what it's marinated in. No, no, I wasn't okay. going to look up. Probably, if it's British, it's probably not marinated in fucking anything. <laughs> no, it's probably, <laughs> probably marinated nothing. in peas. <laughs> flavor, flavor, uh, th- fucking four hundred years of flavorlessness. <laughs> Fuck all y'all over there. Yeah, that's Fuck why all of y'all over there. <laughs> that's why it's so cold and like they're like so grim is because there's no flavor in, in their life. No. It's crazy the weather. <laughs> hey, you sucks do a little. Right we give it a little pea rub. <laughs> <laughs> we, we crush up some peas and. Cake. <laughs> to be rubber and peas and carrots and beans. <laughs> now, in, in the article, fried chicken isn't a punchline. It's a part of the Black America story by Kayla Stewart. Stewart quotes Babson College professor of history and foodways, Frederick Douglass Opie, saying, quote, if you look at the historical roots of entrepreneurship of, of African descent, uh, since they became enslaved people, fried chicken was one of the few things that one could multiply and sell, calling fried chicken mm. African-American sustenance of culinary freedom, which I think is incredible. I think that's uh, a really big, a really big statement um, because, you know, with that and the history, it was like one of the few things that they were able, uh, you know, enslaved folks were able to store 
and raise and cultivate. You know what I mean? And uh, that that kind of like is similar to so many other things within like American culture. Like lobster at one point was like peasant food. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I remember that. Uh, there's so many other things like that where you know people were given very little, or you look like look they at turned like, it into this abundance you know yeah. what i mean they they turned it into something that was absolutely del- delicious because they were deprived of you know their their natural things look at the look at the human spirit just on display honestly yeah not to be on some like totally you know weird tangent not to be on any kind of high horse but genuinely this is a cool thing to see oh, yeah people take fucking nothing dude and this is why like it's so amazing to see the creativity in people and not just the creativity but like the fact that resiliency resiliency from absolutely nothing you can have nothing and you find a way to make something yeah and this is why you should chase your dreams vote for jordan bell nation okay (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) well despite despite the role african-americans had in making fried chicken what it is today the community was often taunted rather than revered for what they had done you know, uh, it's allowed racists to make chicken-related stereotypes uh, connected to the South's largest racial minority, you know, which are black folks. And though many people eat fried chicken, African Americans were depicted negative- negatively throughout the media for eating chicken. It's fucking uh, ridiculous. If black people had found gold, <laughs> you know what especially, I mean? They especially were like, by the playing especially with these fucking rocks. <laughs> Especially by the people who fucking eat beans and peas and <laughs> yeah. carrots. Boiled like, meats and shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like the least the least well equipped to make fun of any foods any yeah. cultural food selection. But see, this is also kind of par for the course because like for Chicanos uh, specifically, you know, we weren't taught Spanish because it was seen as dirty or we would be discriminated against. Like our literally our grandparents didn't teach us Spanish because we would look be, look down upon. You know what I mean? In in uh in in the current culture like if you lived in America, if you Yes, if you, uh, from from yeah, yeah. from the early 1900s on. You know what I mean? That, no, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, there's a reason why there's yeah. a large, you know, uh, diaspora of, you know, Mexican-Americans and Mesoamericans that don't speak Spanish because... Their uh, parents were like, no, we're going to... You're going to be discriminated against. Yeah. That's why your name is Nicholas. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that that same thing for white folks isn't just there. They're like, you want to learn Spanish. You're going to get a new job. You know what I mean? You're going to get that extra incentive at your work if you know Spanish. You know, it, it just it just doesn't hit the same, and that's yeah. just kind of the 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 um, beautiful system we live in. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. Where some folks can create something beautiful and something amazing, and then it also still be looked down upon. Because while they were making fried chicken, uh, Colonel Sanders was also making fried chicken, and you know he came he comes out on top as this fucking humongous chicken magnet. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But um, these racist stereotypes were a part of a consorted, consorted effort during the 19th century to dehumanize newly freed African Americans. Shocker. Yeah. What but, a surprise. I can't believe they would do that. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> but fried chicken's connection to enslaved Africans is what made the dish synonymous with synonymous with the South. Definitely. In the book Building Houses Out of Chicken Legs, Black Women, Food, and Power, author Psyche A. Williams Forson outlines the cultural significance of chick uh, of fried chicken as well as the economic power that emerged from tra- fried chicken businesses in the black community because there were families that were able to move themselves out of poverty into middle class houses or, or middle class society because of you know the food that they were making which is incredible now 
Williams Williams Forson writes <laughs> <laughs> that Forson Forson. Yes, it's it's hard it's hard to say. There's there Yeah. Keep going. Williams Forson writes that in the decades after emancipation, before most folks, you know, could afford cars, black travelers weren't free to go just anywhere for food or lodging. You know, black women would actually bring food to train stations to sell. Oftentimes, these shoebox lunches include some, like, staple foods, you know, like fried chicken, biscuits, hot coffee, and boiled eggs. Now, many black families actually saved the funds that they had gotten from this to eventually open up lodges, inns, and gas stations. Look at that. Yeah. Wow. That's really interesting. It's That's incredibly interesting because yeah, what, yeah. when we look at the KFC menu and we look at the combos that they sell— you know, these are pretty similar to what we would see, you know what I mean, in those shoebox lunches. You're seeing fried chicken biscuits. Granted, now you're getting, like, coleslaw and, you know, uh, mac and cheese and not hot coffee and boiled eggs. But it, it's just crazy how, um, how like, it, it, it's very similar. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I touched on – like, makes me think of something that I touched on earlier, talking about how like if you're not from the south like this is something that i noticed when i moved to texas is that there are still a lot of gas stations that sell chicken and like soul food essentially out of out of the gas station and it makes sense to me now just from knowing this that that has some historical significance to it yeah. especially in the south you know like oh yeah and, and you know actually we're we're gonna get into something pretty interesting because to be quite frank i mean uh, you know what i'm not gonna say anything yet okay so even after the civil rights act passed in 1964 and whites only signs started disappearing from public spaces um blatant racism from the jim crow era you know south persisted you know that that wasn't le- letting up really quick did you skip that one yes i did okay okay so especially at restaurants, hotels, gas stations, and and many other businesses. So while black folks could travel in the comfort of their own cars, trips were often especially long, you know, because the most direct route wasn't the safest route. You know, stops in the wrong town at any time of day could end a family's vacation quickly with the black traveler black traveler even either being run out of town yeah. or worse this is this is green book stuff um if you know <clears throat> any history about some of that stuff yeah yeah it's a, the green book if anybody doesn't know um basically it's a bunch of we'll actually re- get into it uh, we're talking about now yes we are oh, okay thank you so during this era black owned gas stations also served as restaurants and this gave birth to gas station foods so black owned gas stations were a one stop shop for black patrons. You know, food was the primary moneymaker for them. Um, and, uh, you know, gas stations across the country, um, especially those in the Negro Motorist Green Book by Victor H. Green. Now, this Green Book, it basically marked off all the safe spaces, all the yeah. safe places for black travelers across the United States. So it wasn't just the South because the South does get a bad rap. Granted, the South is extremely racist, but it wasn't just the South that was racist. And this Green Book didn't just serve as a safe way for the South, but all across the United States because the United mm-hmm. States was and, and still is, you know, pretty fucking racist. Yeah. And one of the coolest things about this is actually – this is part of the reason that Michelin exists, Michelin chefs and Michelin restaurants. Um, you mean Michelin? No, it's it's actually Michelin. I I know I we're know, in America, bro. I, oh, we're in America, I, bro. I know I'm gonna get slack for actually getting it right, and that's fine. Give me the <laughs> give me the jokes, talk shit. Go, Devin, to hit me with, <laughs> hit me with some disrespect. I'm here for it. But 
Uh, but no, yeah, Michelin like chefs and Michelin restaurants. Are you saying Michelin? <laughs> Go on. It ties into Jordan. K- Jordan Credit, the Michelin man. <laughs> <laughs> it's it actually pronounced in- Jordan. <laughs> it ties into um, like these kind of restaurants and this stuff because um, it became like that's that's where like the idea I think um, I have to I have to like double double check. But I yeah, because this in. happened in Europe. Uh, the Michelin like that started in Europe, correct? It was um, uh, pinpoint like the best restaurants in Europe. Well, well, actually, I don't know where which country. I do think it was the U.S. But it part of where it was founded was because the part of the reason was they were trying the the Michelin tires. Yeah. They were founded. Um, they they had a bunch of restaurants that were across the U.S. Yeah. So to advertise their tires as like quality tires and things like that, they would put different ranking systems like the you know it's one two and three mm-hmm. but they would say here are the three different one different tiers of restaurants and they would mark it and they would say these are the places you have to go when you're traveling and you do it with you know when you're traveling with our tires sounds There's just like the green book <laughs> <laughs> sounds just like the green book it, <laughs> no it, I, I i forget the actual co- the full-on connection but that is actually how michelin was like started like the okay, the, the, okay. The, yeah but but i think the idea of like these these uh, restaurants was where they got the idea from. I have to double check it, but it was shocker. Cool. Another thing that if <laughs> if black people weren't here, we, we would miss. But um, by providing food that was easily transportable and profitable, gas stations were able to serve travelers who you know already used to you know tea towel wrapped chicken and biscuits. So as you can see, That's you know so fried chicken has had a profound effect on building communities and on the survival of black folks within the South. Now, as I had mentioned earlier, you know, this is just, you know, the history of fried chicken. So during our next few episodes, we are going to go more in depth, you know, about the life and times of Colonel Harlan Sanders. I literally cannot say his name any anywhere else. <laughs> and, you know, how he became an actual Kentucky, chi- uh, I was gonna say Kentucky <laughs> chicken. Kentucky chicken. <laughs> yes. How Colonel Sanders actually became a Kentucky chicken. Um, now, before we end this episode, um, because this that really kind of leads us into you know where we want to go with the next few episodes, I do want to give a, a you know a, a kind of a fun fact. So, during the Korean War, um, uh, African American GIs actually introduced fried chicken to Korean folks, and that mm. gave birth to fried chick to Korean fried chicken. Really, that was a uh, that was a great that was a great move. Yeah, by, yeah. by us. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. so what it was was during the fifties during the Korean War, uh, African American GIs instead of baking their Thanksgiving chicken, uh, Thanksgiving turkey, they were frying chicken, and they were like, "Wait, how'd you do this shit? This shit was amazing. Are you kidding me? This shit's fucking awesome. This is bussing. How do I get some more? This is hella bussing, bussing. On God, and um and." Since then, you know, it started booming, and now in Korea, there are more Korean fried chicken places than there are McDonald's. I mean, that makes sense. Mm. I fucking love fri- fried Asian chicken. See, I've never had you it. Don't. I've never you're had fruit. No, no, for real, I've never you're had lying. Korean never fried had, chicken. You've never had, like, oh, orange man. chicken or something like that? Of course I've had orange chicken, but okay, that's different that than Korean different? fried. Wow, that's racist, Jordan. I don't know if you want to have Do you want to have that on the show right here? <laughs> Saying all Asian chicken is the same? <laughs> Wow! Listen, all I'm saying is, any Asian chicken, if it's fried, is fucking on fire. That's your president, Bell Nation. Just saying. (laughs) I think all Asian chicken matter. All right, Jordan Trump. Um, But uh, but uh, Bell Nation, thank you so much for listening. That that is our history on fried chicken. I hope it has been. 
um, I guess, thought-provoking? But either way, uh, Bell Nation, thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Nick Ortiz. Uh, come back in two weeks um, for our next episode, and it's going to be about ha- uh, Colonel Holland Sanders. <laughs> Uh, Colonel Holland Sanders, and, and I'm actually gonna I'm gonna try to listen to his uh, uh, I'm gonna try to listen to his autobiography. That's like a weird. What's that like a Boston Colonel Holland Colonel, Colonel Holland Sanders. Oh, no. oh Colonel Howard Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fuck you. All right, let, let get, what's up, Devin? Give us give us your spiel. Hey, uh, you know what? All Devin's accents go Irish. Agree. And he's I think we you can shit. all agree that. Uh, that was a killer fucking conversation. And Ooh. if you're just joining us right now, you know that. For Facts. a fact. Uh, but this is DJ Dill. Uh, d- double Dill. Double Dilling it down. <laughs> a dose of, uh, <laughs> That's not even the right name. Another dose of Double Dill. Uh, dilling, it, dilling it out. And uh, thanks for joining us again as usual. And yeah, really excited that we're here. Um, and so much to talk about. So many different things to say. Uh, this is this is the... Uh, this is the uh, this is the show that you want to be listening to. Season um, of the chickens. Yeah, this is the year. Yeah, exactly. Um, so thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. It's uh, it's your boy. Um, it's good to be it's good to be here with the, the boys, and uh, this was some killer fucking conversation. And 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 I'm 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 having a good time. And and thanks for listening. We appreciate you. It's always a treat and a pleasure and a delight to have you as a listener. So keep listening, keep tuning in, hanging out with your friends, listening to this stuff. Um, and uh, uh, what's the last thing I was going to say? Um, Stay tuned until next time so you can learn how to become an actual Kentucky colonel. I was going to say that too. Um, <laughs> but, uh, oh, I was going to say I, I I love black people. Let's go. <laughs> Good, good. I hope so. It's great. Ah, Some self-love right there. Well, um, (laughs) well, thank you so much, Bell Nation. You stay Baja blessed. Holla.